There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, Matt Ford. And me, Happy New Year, it's John Richardson. This is the third of our World Cup specials. Yes, World Cup Christmas mashup, and it's been a cracking World Cup, John. Um, have you actually watched any of it yet? Uh, now, um, I happened to be in a bar as the England Wales game was starting um, so I was at the back of the room um, for, for maybe half an hour I can't say I watched it but I also can't say that when everyone went Ooh! I didn't glance at the telly but I left after half an hour and, and, and that's that's been my engagement so far but obviously I'm following it as a sort of, uh, you know, I see the news and things. I know uh, the Germans are out, which, of course, as a proud patriot, will please you. Uh, thanks for all the the memes you've been sending me on WhatsApp, Matthew. Um, all the, all the, you know, you made that downfall one, didn't you? And you know, you love all your memes, don't you? We, we will come on to that in a second, but I just want to jump. Oh, he's got an order. He's got an order. Well, it's more that you don't say... just throw this shit together, do we? We carefully place this shit we together. Do carefully place this. S. Um, so, you happen to be in a bar. What were you doing there if not watching the football? Well, look, I, went, I was at a work event. Um, the Obviously, our industry broadly shuts down when England games are on. I was recording a TV show this week. Um, I don't I don't mean to sort of cheat on you, but I do other things other than this podcast, you know, so yeah. we can pay the mortgage. Um, that stopped. Obviously, when we were planning the TV series some months ago, I said, well, we can't work during an England game, can we? Uh, and at that point, I didn't know what I was going to do. So we built into the schedule, retreating to watch the England game in the midst of this TV recording. Obviously, when push Excellent. came to shove, I said, I'm not going to watch it, but everyone <sighs> else should. But that became the social event during this TV recording. So I said, I'm going to pop by. I'm going to say hello to everyone. Have a drink thank them for their work, and then uh, leave, which is what I did. But were you, like, shielding your... I mean, obviously, I, I and I, everyone listening to this can sense that, um, firstly, people know that you're a moral man. Um, people Comet may feel that... Perhaps, not a moral man. You dial it up a little bit, uh, and perhaps you go... You, you do tip over into sanctimony, but we forgive you that because of the, 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 the sort of overall... We, we, we're on board with your character. And I mean that yeah. not as a fictional creation, but you are a man of good standing. Um, but... I feel now that you've boxed yourself in, and actually, I think you would allow yourself a little latitude in order to be able to watch the Odd England game. Yeah, so I'm glad I would, you, were... you know. I would. And, and do you know what it is? And I'm not lying about this. I haven't found it remotely difficult. 
Um, and I think because I sort of missed the beginning of the tournament, I don't, I sort of don't feel in it. It's sort of like arriving late when everyone's drunk. Haven't followed the narrative. I don't know the sort of stadium. I don't know the sort of opening theme. I tell you what, I did see last night. Um, question time finished. Absolute Ooh. doozy. And it cut to the highlights, the day's highlights. The opening sequence to the BBC's highlight footage mm. is absolutely sensational. Have you seen it? Yeah, the opening credits. The opening it's credits, where it's viral, like a, a um, mix of graphic. historic moments from the for the BBC, like Zidane headbutting a sort of mirror image of himself. Cuts yes. to sort of like a. I think it's amazing. It's like a kind of kaleidoscope effect. It's a kaleidoscope, yeah, but they've put together a tune and like the 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 footage, the sound from the, there's a bit where Cristiano Ronaldo takes that sort of deep breath and on the music he goes, oh, as if you can hear him exhale. Yeah, I thought it really was good. really good. I I'm hope they keep that, that for future tournois. Well, there you go. You see, you're getting into that. I, I think now as we're into the knockout stages and England are, are there, I, I think you have to allow yourself to at least watch the England games. I, I honestly... I, don't boycott. I, I, don't feel... What I'm getting at, John, It's is, not that kind of boycott. It's I don't not want you because to feel obviously, you're boxed in. I don't want you to then be self-denying. Well, not to get to a, a, a worthy discussion too early on, but it's much like the veganism. So every now and again, I'll be in London and I'll have done a gig and I'll be around the corner from a 24-hour Mackey Days and I'll think, I'm going to go and get a Big Mac. Nobody's looking. Nobody knows. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to go around the corner at 1 a.m. No one's going to recognize me. I'm going to have a Big Mac meal with extra chicken nuggets. And I sometimes even walk to McDonald's before I realize, oh, actually, I don't want that. I just didn't want to be sat in a hotel knowing I couldn't have it. And it's the same now with the football. If I wanted to, I would sit and watch a game. But I'm actually, I'm not doing it. For, that's why I'm not, you know, I've made my point on Twitter. I don't, uh, you know, I'm not like texting mates say, oh, guys, uh, I can't believe you're watching it. I, I'm happy for everyone watching it. I hope they're enjoying it. I, I don't feel I'm missing out. And I'm do, I, it's not bothering me to miss out. There's plenty okay. going on. I, I think, I'm, oh, I would tell you what I'm worried about, our live show. Is there a game on the day we do the live show? Um, I, There might be. I mean, let's let's just, again, let's just don't try and wheedle out. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is... Wheedling out of anything. Boycott the other games is one thing. But the England games, there's a maximum of four England games left. No, but you Second can't round. bend for an England game. You can't say, well, I don't agree with their morals, but um, I will make an exception if it's something I really want to do. That's like me saying, well, I'm vegan, but I do really like uh, foie gras, so f*** geese. <laughs> no, I'm not saying no one on this show, by the way, no one at CPFPL or Keep It Light is saying f*** geese. We, we would never you, ever you say won't that. even have a pint with a duck, never mind serenade a goose or you know, I want to actually do that. give it a good evening. I want to do that and I will do that. What I'm getting at, John, and I think you know what I'm getting at, is at what stage, if England go all the way, do you actually decide to watch and, and i think and, and let also add into that point mm-hmm, people mm-hmm, would not mm-hmm. have a problem with you saying we're in the quarter or the semi or the final uh, it's okay to watch it no i don't think people would i would uh, i'm not doing it for anyone else do it for myself so i won't uh go back on it I, uh, you know what would be final. difficult is it, i wouldn't watch the final no I you're don't, mad I, I don't mind because i uh, in 50 <laughs> years when no. i'm dead and in the ground i don't want to look back and say that oh i watched the finals just because it was the final it won't bring me any joy if oh we win my it. God. And I mean that. It won't bring me any joy if we win it. So I don't really... But I'm happy for the people who take joy. Obviously, it's a big oh. thing. But this tournament's not for me. And I've, I've not, you know, I've not missed it. I don't, I don't feel I'm missing John, anything. 
But you have to realise how this is going to escalate, okay? Let's say, and, and I realise there are significant barriers in our way, but let's remember, mm-hmm. Germany are out, Belgium are out, Japan beat Spain. There we go. Argentina He's getting lost. the tingles. He's France getting the tingles. We are He's unbeaten. decided that a side that couldn't beat the USA is going to win the World Cup. No, hold on. I've always been very confident about England, and I was. Oh, you very always confident. are. You thought we well, were going to win every tournament we've ever been in. It's what makes you so joyful to watch football with the tears afterwards. There is a difference between the, the kind of dopey dog level of optimism that I have <laughs> and the analysis, which is effectively hard to ignore, that under Southgate, this is a very different system and unit that we have. Pragmatic. And, well, it's pragmatic. It also it works and it's great to watch and uh, all the rest of it. And, and big teams are out. Bigger teams have lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and have proven they be- we are unbeaten. We've not conceded for two games. Scored nine goals. The second half against Wales was sensational. Um, was it? It was great. Oh my god, Rashford, man, Rashford mm. and Foden, just magnificent to watch. And th- there was this move, and it didn't end in a goal, but Foden sort of picked it up on the right foot. I think it was in the first half, and he just Do makes it in a happen. commentator voice. Foden will pick it up here on the right flank. He's looking to his right. He's going to go in alone here. Foden gives and goes, and it's a lovely back heel from Bellingham, a back heel from Rashford. And then Foden does that thing where he sort of spins on the ball and just unleashes a shot. And that would have been one of the greatest World Cup goals of all time. Double back heel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So two of them wow. back heel to each other. It was just absolute like showboating during like a local... Di- it was just great. That was at nil-nil, I think. Um, Rashford looks great. Kane's ball across. I, mean, I don't know if you've seen the goals. Uh, no. So Rashford scores a free kick. That's the first one. You could say maybe the goalkeeper was at fault, but still, mm-hmm. he scored a free kick and it was well, great. Well, I tell you, I do know that because my friend's WhatsApp group was pinging away. I I, I saw a message, Rashford had a, had a bad first five minutes, so there was a lot of ironic, let's get Rashford off chat, which obviously then backfired uh, as, as he scored twice. Yes, scored twice. His second goal was great. A brace, I think. Sorry, the football police will be on to me. You're legally obliged to refer to that as a brace. Yes. You bagged and, a brace. Bagged, absolutely. Not scored. Not attained, mm-hmm. not delivered, bagged a brace. Uh, his second goal as well, lovely. Again, maybe slightly suspect goalkeeping, but works it into the box. A step over or two, nutmegs the kick. I mean, it's just brilliant. So he scores, and then we score again really quickly. And Kane's ball across for Foden is... I mean, we talked about Kane before. He's. I just think he is the complete footballer. I, I think he's possibly the best passer of a ball that's ever lived. Do you remember in the final of the Euros? <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I'll tell you what. Go well, on. Let's pop a little pop a little pencil note because I think feature wise we're doing quite well at the moment. I'm enjoying the Declan Rice is right. I'm enjoying Oh no, no, what's my name? I'm enjoying Manchester City. When one of those dies, it's inevitable death. Mm. Let's bring in Fordy's hyperbole. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you a topic and you make outlandish statements about it. I'm not saying it's not true. I've never even thought about it. But I'll tell you what, the sentence, I think Harry Kane is one of the greatest passers of football of all time, just deserves to be acknowledged and recognised. But I'm not saying this about um, some lower league midfield. Like, he is such a great... So the ball across the six-yard box for Foden, and everyone kept saying this, but it's true. He doesn't even look up. He's just instinctive. And as a striker, he knows where he wants it, and it's perfectly weighted. You know, one of my highlights of the Euros final we were at, the england Italy mm. game, is it's that cross-court pass from Kane that opens up the goal for sure. So Kane has it deep in our half, and he, he, he plays a sort of horizontal pass to Kieran Trippier that opens up the whole... that he picks out deep. I mean, it's... it's God knows how many yards it is. And the way the ball slows down onto Trippier's foot, it's like it was just calibrated by a robot. It's perfect. 
He's such a phenomenal passer of a ball. And then um, I'm just so excited. Obviously, as I say, I qualify this. I'm always excited about England. But under Southgate, I'm specifically excited based on what I see as factual outputs, which is (laughs) semi-final, final, and just the way we play. So I am not. Um, I, I'm, I know Germany have gone out. I know mm. uh, Belgium have gone out. Yeah, they were terrible. Who are the other big teams? I think France aren't doing very well. No. Well, France um, lost to Tunisia in their last group game, and, and until then they'd looked imperious. Now they already knew they were through, so they didn't have to do anything. So fine. Japan what, looked good. What have your Japan look? But what have your big teams who like us haven't lost yet? Your Spain's, your Brazil's, your Argentina's. Spain have lost. Portugal's. They lost to Japan. Right. We're basically oh, the best the team left, isn't it? Are we really? Are we the only big team who hasn't lost? I'm not sure that's true, but we certainly, we just look great. We really, of all the others, some of them look old, some of them look, t- I mean, I really feel for Belgium. I've always had a soft spot for them, particularly in the last few years when they've had players like Company and Hazard, De Bruyne, you know, just, oh man. Uh, I, think, I think Poland looked quite good. Um, Poland looked okay. quite solid. Uh, um, so saved a messy penalty the other night. Obviously, Lewandowski's always dangerous. Matty Cash. a hard um, name to say, isn't it? Szczesny. It doesn't feel right, does it? But there's a sir there. I feel like I must it's be probably a noise it. in its own right, isn't it? Or something like that. Now, you but did hit upon I, I defer to you on all international uh, pronunciations. Thank you so much. Um, now, you mentioned Germany going out and uh, a level of perhaps jingoism. Now, uh, John, I have to say, maybe it's a generational mm. thing. I don't mind the Germans that much. No, I've had a lovely time every time I've been to Germany. I think it's a fantastic country. Also, like I get mainly for me, it was football. It was Italian '90 and Euro '96. I mean, maybe Muller's celebration after he scores the winning penalty in '96 is a little bit irritating. But I never yeah. felt the kind of anti-German. I mean, same with the Argentinians. Now, I mean, the, the hand of God for me was like, yeah. But it's like, man, I I, I bear no grudge really for all that. Um, well, do you know who's changed uh, the Argentina thing for me? Is is being Elsa, Ooh. you only need a sort of way in, don't you, to understand? Oh, that's why you all feel like that about football, and we're basically the same. Um, I still I struggle with hand of God more than any other sort of individual moment in yeah. football. I think, um, yes. but, but Germany, they've won stuff, haven't they? It's, it's not like it's not like a Leeds fan hating Manchester United because it's, there's not that sort of animosity coupled with absolute domination of football in it they've won a bit but it's more just the sort of one-on-ones isn't it and that's what makes football enjoyable if you don't have that you know where would Ant be without Deck but Man United's really good um well he'd be walking home um he'd be a really good (laughs) um, (laughs) uh, very nice Man United's a really good example because it one of those clubs you just sort of have to and the same with germany you can't help but respect it any of those powerhouses brazil argentina uh france italy germany you just it, the, the sheer amount that they've won you kind of it's hard not to have some level of grudging respect for them but older england fans than us perhaps have reveled in the departure of germany now you um put a meme on the group this morning on our whatsapp group which is yes, the, yeah, received from an in-law how would you describe the picture? It's a it's an empty plane, and mocked up at the front are eleven seats, which have German towels draped over the seats. It's a sort of riff on the old beach towel at the all inclusive resort. Um, it's it's for me, it's a meme about football created for and by people who don't really like football. Yes. Uh, so it you says, you I'm said, aware a thing has happened and I want to join in the office banter, 
So here it is. Yes, and it's probably the sort of meme they've got ready for every tournament. Uh, obviously, Germany went out of the group stage four years ago as well. We yes. knocked them out of the Euros in the second round last uh, year. Um, have that. You, you put that on the group this morning. I, I have to confess, John, uh, I had shared that meme last night with other friends. <laughs> but, <laughs> but ironically, I, I, yes. I said, oh, God, look at what bad people are doing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I believe the, the the phrase for that is having your cake and eating it. Yes, having your bratwurst and, yeah. uh, and, and swallowing and tweeting it. it. <laughs> it's, it's not the worst thing I've seen. The worst thing I've seen is the ITV reporter Jonathan Swain, oh God. ahead of the England World Cup game against Wales, in a half-and-half half international top it's half Wales top, half England top. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I mean, it's absolutely disgusting. It's appalling. And what it means is, what you've got to remember is, both of those teams have their emblem on the same side. So for the mm. Wales shirt, he's had to physically unpick the Wales badge from, a, from you know, the crest is always above the heart, isn't it? He's not doing his own haberdashery, and he's had, a, he's had some lackeys on that. Do you reckon? Some oh, do you reckon minions. he can buy him out there? Wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't me. know. I mean, I, what is the Qatari I, I view on uh, touting and uh, knockoffs? I mean, we know they don't like uh, women or people who aren't straight. But what do we um, what do we make of their um, rights issues vis a vis? You know, logos. I mean, we can we can see three stripes there on the well side. It wouldn't surprise me if there was a fourth lurking over the back shoulder. Abby Bass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Umbro, I mean, we, like all we, the can, we can only imagine once you surrender human rights, you're not really going to care about a dodgy logo or a or a, a slight tweak on the font of an advertiser. Or it goes the other way that they're they're just disciplinarians about everything. Absolutely, you want to be yeah. very careful wearing that over there, especially with FIFA and their corporate partners. You know, we've been looking for, at your shirt. It's actually fifty-one percent England, forty-nine percent Wales. So legally, you can't call that a half and half top. Uh, and I'm afraid you're going to prison for forty-nine years. And I would agree with that. Yeah, fine. Yeah, that, that shirt is a crime. That, that would football. be the turning point. If he'd have gone to prison for that, I'd be like, do you know what? They get some things right, and I am willing to watch the rest of the tournament now. Now, last week, uh, John, you may remember that I um, had been mildly frustrated by the comments of Danny Gabadon in the run-up to the England-Wales game where he said all the pressure was on England. He repeated this claim pitch side before kickoff, mm -hmm. uh, which I just found slightly dazzling. Now, I don't know if you saw any of the... Uh, <laughs> I'm loving your use you of language today. Dazzling's a wonderful word to use. It really it conjures up an almost festive image of you sort of blinded by it, sort of twinkling in your eyes. I That's exactly how I a, reacted. A cartoon eye rub coupled with that. Yeah, and like the little, <laughs> like the yeah. little birds around the head. Um, now, I don't know if you saw any of the build-up by mistake when you were in the pub accidentally before the England-Wales game. But it yeah, was in, one of in the, the room I'd booked for the England-Wales game yeah. accidentally. Oh, what am I like? <laughs> Bloody hell. I had a pint of half brains, half landlord. Um, no, I didn't see any build-up, no. Well, it takes brains to be a good landlord because there are many challenges in the economy. Um, oh, Matt Ford there. And you can see him live on the 11th. Yeah, uh, Landlord or tenants, you know. Maybe I, I would Yo, love to know uh, the stats on whether too many mortgages... Too Stop drinking yeah. tenants and, and started drinking landlord. Um, anyway, wordplay, brilliant, ad-libbed, superb, dazzling wordplay. Can I tell you what it is? I'm on steroids, and I tell you what, you wake up with a lot of ideas. <laughs> <in the morning. laughs> um, 
Honestly. Oh, I think I have to. Uh, well, I'll tell you a story off air about steroids. Lovely. Um, cut it short. Did it shrink? Uh, no. Well, my, yeah, mine did. I wasn't the one on steroids, but my genitalia shrank as a result. I see where that's going, and I love it. Anyway, so pre-match, the England-Wales game. Now, it, it, I, I think there's definitely been a decision taken at the BBC to, to well, Wales are out now, but certainly during the group stages to kind of to sort of correct historic wrongs, it, it effectively over-talk Wales up. It, it was mm-hmm. slightly odd and also like undue prominence in a way because – all you want is parity, isn't it? It's fair for it to be 50-50. Two teams are about to play. The build-up to the England-Wales game is some of the worst f- sporting television I've ever seen. It was like watching a kind of regional... continues, ladies and gentlemen. He's not True, happy. though. It would have driven you mad. Because the thing was, the build-up wasn't even about the football. It was so surreal. I was like, tell me about Joe Allen, Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey. I, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, you should. Be, this should be all football analysis. It was all like regional features about stuff going on in what now i don't mind watching regional features about stuff but before a major world cup game Mm. between two local rivals at one point they come back to the studio obviously you don't be impolite but they come back to the studio and shearer actually says he went we've been on for 40 minutes we're going to mention england yet or what (laughs) gary Gary goes um our editor is from wales and they sort of carry on you're like it was so surreal. It wasn't because it wasn't even about the football. It was like propaganda. They're going, oh, the Welsh fans and all stuff like this. Now, I, I get why you do that, but obviously, it, there's no parity on the other side. There was no, um, there was no stirring features about mm. England and what it meant to the people of England and our fans. I mean, obviously, it would have been very hard after the Euros fans to go. Let's see what it means to England fans and them like talking emotionally about lighting flares and sticking them up their arseholes. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it was all a bit like. It felt almost like it was about the people of Wales and like the identity. And there was none of that on the England side. It was basically like, this doesn't matter to England. All England exists is as a footballing nation. And we do not dare go into the moral character of the English people. It was, it was so weird. It was like, a, you know what? It was like a party political. It was a 40 minute. Yes. I come re party political broadcast. It's, um, it's always interesting with those things at the BBC as well, because you know, that hasn't just happened. That is the result of, Hours of meetings, yes. emails going to the very top, to the director general themselves, saying, to the tippy tippy top with a cherry on the top. This cannot happen. We have to have, you know, we have to have something. But equally, it can't stray into sort of, you know, pictures of daffodils and people eating lava bread. It basically you know. did. That's basically what it was. And was there also a sense um, that it was, it was almost certainly going to be Wales's last game? Maybe, but then so it was like let's let's get all this out of our system now because after this it is going to be wall to wall carling and plastic chairs getting lobbed. You do wonder if that was part of the decision. They go look, we can front load it, and then because we're just going to talk about England from it. I don't know, but I'd tell you what was a lovely moment in the game, and I really, I mean, I've never really felt any great rivalry with the Welsh to be honest. Uh, Partly because we've barely ever played each other in our lives, and like Mm. it's just not the same as the England Scotland thing. And even then, you're like. You know, anyway. and I think Cardiff and Swansea being in yes. sort of English league softens that sense 100%. of it being we're basically sharing leagues. I I think Bale's obviously one of the best footballers of like the Premier League era, but also it's going bald though, isn't he? Ramsey, I love Ramsey, and and there's a bit in it. There was a bit in the game late on where I think he catches Jordan Henderson from behind. Or he catches an England player. Who were uh... and the 
the moment he catches him, even on the slow motion replay, you can see Ramsey's face going, oh, 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 like with Gil. <laughs> he, he just knows he's caught. It was like, it, uh, he's just such a lovely man. And he's immediately on him, like making sure he's okay. And obviously, Ramsey went through that terrible period where Ryan Shawcross broke his leg. So obviously, he's got a, a high amount of empathy. And I just think he's a lovely fellow. But it was so funny, even on the slow motion replay, that like, there's the contact. And then he's immediately going, oh, I felt so sorry. He's just such a lovely man. So I felt for him and obviously uh, Brennan and Nico Williams. Nico Williams, by the way, taken off with concussion. Oh, dear. Marcus Rashford let a shot go and it caught Williams right on the dome of his head. And and he he wasn't right, and then he just kept going down. It was it was a it was not oh. as bad as the Iranian goalkeeper in the first game. But you're like, you need to look after him here. So he was taken oh, I off. I bet you were, weren't you? Very nervous. See all yeah. assets protected. Yeah. Who's the footballer? Um, what What's remarkable about you as a World Cup is you will fall in love with an England player to such a degree that mm. all club rivalries, you know, I, I, I can tell you because of Luke Shaw's goal at the Euros, you'll never quite, you know, you'll never quite feel the same way about him in a Manchester United shirt because I think when you see him now, that's what you remember. Yes. Who's the footballer that, on a personal level, you've fallen in love with at this tournament? You know, the thing is with England is, is there's so many of them. I, I always... I, it doesn't have I, to be an English player, mate. I mean, you I do love Aaron Ramsey. fall in love with a Mexican. I, I do love Aaron Ramsey. But, I, I mean, when I think... It, obviously, like the, the really easy, lovable England ones are Saka, mm-hmm. Rashford. I do, do you know what? I think... I have a real thing for Kane. Obviously, like I love Foden as a player, but like there's something about Kane just as like this completely selfless, immense team player that carries a lot of pressure and is very unglamorous. Like what's mad about Kane is he's probably our best player, but he's not. There's nothing flash about him at all. He's not like a Beckham. Do you know what I mean? Like he, he, he's kind of like an old-fashioned kind of guy, isn't he? He is. I, yes. And I, I love Maguire. I hate what he goes through. He's phenomenal. For, he's been superb this tournament, Maguire. Has he been starting every game? Yeah, and he's brilliant. He's absolutely brilliant. Stones has been great. But Maguire and Kane, are, I mean, Saka's obviously, like, Saka and Rashford are just like angels, aren't they? They're just like amazing people and amazing footballers. But I think there's something about the, the understated Kane and like just the pressure that he takes off other people, I think. I've, I kind of feel from a little bit, and I really want him to score a goal. I'm glad you mentioned Luke Shaw earlier. I, I, I'd um, not to preempt Onana. What's my name? I'd never heard him talk before, and uh, I watched the video of him uh, being uh, violently attacked. I don't know if you've seen that one. Um, he suffers an injury um, whilst at dinner. He is well. There's only one way to say it. He's he's shat on by a bird. Um, whilst eating his dinner. Have you seen the video? No. So it's it's more a video of, of Jack Grealis laughing, but um, <laughs> Luke Shaw is having his dinner and is, is defecated upon by a bird. So you don't see the moment of defecation. I mean, had it landed two inches forward onto his fork, he could have become a shit eater in oh. a moment that would have really, that would have been CFPFPL gold. Um, but he's merely a shit wearer. The shit goes on his top. And he threatens to ping his water bottle up into the tree. And he just does not sound like I expected him to at all. How does he sound? Well, he's a sort of uh, gruff, uh, sort of London. Um, I think he says something like, nah, bruv, I'll ping this bottle I'm right now, you know. Uh, something on, like go, that. Do, do it for us. I'll be the bird. Let me see if I can find the clip and, and we can just hear Luke 
um, yeah, saying it for himself. I, I think people would like you to recreate it, John. I know I would. Well, it's. It, uh, I don't feel comfortable doing. Was it not? Like, no, no, you pigeon it, bastard, you sparrow mag, you slag, you um, slag. You, you can hear Grealish. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Grealish finds Luke Shaw being shat on by a bird hilarious. The How funniest long ago thing is this? since sliced veg. Um, this is uh, November the thirtieth. So okay, a couple of days. A couple of so days. He's in ago. Qatar, right? I'm going Exotic. to play the clip for you now. Okay. Um, let me see if the sound comes through my headphones. Tings, bro. Launch this water bottle. Oh. Yeah. Tings. It's a mad ting, bro. I'll launch this water bottle right now, you know. Wow. Yeah, I would not. I expect him to maybe like like seven geese like that. Like I, I just had it in my head he was northern because of his name, because we've played the old... Uh, are you, you, you don't look sure. I just assumed he was a Yorkshireman. Just, uh, ah, bloody bird shat on me dinner. Oh, no, I can't be eating that now. Do you know what? Because I because I remember him being at Southampton, I had him down as that kind of accent. Yeah. But I didn't have him down as like that. Like, Mad Luke Shaw. But then the, the video pans around to Jack Graylish just uh, pissing himself, as as we all would. You know, we all enjoy seeing our friends be defecated upon. Bye. Wildlife. Um, Nothing bigger you... than that. Nothing. What is? That's a really good question. What is the biggest animal? Mm-hmm. Um, that it. Well, not the biggest. What's the What's the size of animal at which it doesn't become funny that your friend's being defecated on? Defecated on, or not? Are, are we sort of? Are we? Are we talking about any encounter between an animal and its feces? So standing in dog poo. No, no. Being defi- standing in any poo is always funny, but like, t- to see the animal actually release it. Well, it's only really going to be a flying animal that, that that's in the debate, really, isn't it? Unless well, no, something's gone lying. wrong. If a, if someone pings a cat over your head and it shits at that moment. Well, no, but you could be you could be um, lying in the park and a and a bear could shit on your head. You know that would be scary. Oh, that would be terrifying. Okay, so then th- think down. So bear's definitely not funny. That's terrifying. So what is the, what is the size of animal where it, it ceases to be funny if they shit onto you? I don't think there is one. I, I don't think it's to do with size. I think it's to do with, as you say, is this the end of it? You know, if I saw a bear shit on someone's head, I wouldn't think the bear's just going to have a chuckle and walk away. I think this is this is going to end badly. Likewise, a lion, you know, I, I wouldn't think a lion's just making a point. I'd think this, this, the mauling comes after the shitting. I think that, I think that's what makes a bird so funny is you know that's the end of it. I mean, it's literally a flyby. Have a bit of that wallop. Also, I wonder if this has happened in previous tournaments with larger animals. I guess what I'm saying is, in Euro 92, did a bear shit on Chris Woods? Lovely. Lovely. Bit of wordplay there. Bit of, bit of you know, get in touch. Hello at CPFBL. And, and you've, you've done a lovely job of doing the, the timeline correctly. You know, you've, uh, you've not just made the bear and Chris Woods joke. You, you've rooted it in a tournament. And that was yeah. lovely to see. It was definitely part of the squad. Like I say, I'm on steroids. So like my mind and body at the moment, are just like... Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Now, you mentioned Jack Grealish earlier and, and his great phrase. <laughs> the talk sport doing is, you know, after the Iran game, we were the best things since sliced veg. But mm. Now, you know what I like about that is actually, when you think of sliced veg, it's actually a quality product. Is it? What what is what veg do you think of? You know what I think of? You know when you think, oh, I'm going to have a stir fry tonight, and you go to your supermarket and you get just get that bag of just mm-hmm. what, whatever that is, sliced veg, I guess. It's Decaying like... crap, slushy red peppers. Don't put the peppers in. They're always slushy, and the joy of a pepper is in its bite. 
after the Iran game, we were the best thing since mushy crap. <laughs> <laughs> best thing since you know, sliced You'll veg- never guess what I picture. Ooh. I'm picturing a very specific vegetable sliced, and it comes to my mind immediately. Okay, I'm going to say it now. Water mm-hmm. chestnut. Oh, I hate water chestnuts. Oh. No, they make me feel sick. Okay, not that then. Awful. Because the texture is like watermelon. It should be sweet. It should be juicy and sweet, and it should be something you have for pudding. You bite mm. into it in the middle of a Chinese, and it's not. It's it's flavorless, but it's it's crunchy. and It's both wet and dry. It's a horrible food. I'd have okay. it outlawed. Carrot. No, but you're close. Swede. No, no, no. Think, think um, the same starting letter as a carrot and a, uh, not a dissimilar shape. It's a cylindrical vegetable. Cornetto. There you go. Now got the first syllable, right? Corn. No. What? How can it not be corn? <laughs> it's courgette. Oh, I picture horrible. sliced courgette, and that's because when I worked at the Musette restaurant in Bristol, we used to do little trays of vegetables on the side, um, and it would be two vegetables either side, and then down the middle as a divider, a perfectly fanned out sliced courgette. And every time it was my job to put the butter on it just before it went out, and it was one of those few times in your life when you just take great pleasure in a small job and running a ladle for we had tiny little ladles i'd run a tiny little ladle full of butter right along this courgette i really really i mean at the time it was the best thing in my life and i think that speaks more to to what else was going on but um he said he, he denied it now he said always oh, staying bread it's just me accent where bread sounds like veg i'm not buying that i'm not you clearly say veg deal with it pal um now uh it's time for Onana. What's my name? So I'm turning up at your so party. So I'm hosting week. a party, right? Oh, yes. Okay, so I've, uh, I've got my nibbles out. Oh, just turn the football off so everybody doesn't know I'm watching it in secret. There we go. I'll put the news on or something and pretend I'm like watching the news. Um, right, just waiting for the first guest to arrive. Ding dong. Ah, uh, hello there. Hello. <laughs> oh, it's a cartoon bear. Oh, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Chris Woods? I need to shit. <laughs> Only um, kidding. I was listening to the first part of the show. Um, what were you watching on the television? Oh, my God. I'm just watching. Um, I don't know if have got BBC News 24 on. Have you heard oh. Matt Ford's been cancelled? What for? We did a voice on a podcast that was sort of so sort of generically offensive. I think, I think the problem with the voice was it, it was so unclear which country it was. Just the world united behind it and said, you know, this sort of thing has to stop. Okay, I am sorry. I will leave now. <laughs> I mean, I'm slightly concerned that you are from the Far East. <laughs> I am not from the Far East, but I am very sorry for being here. And I must now leave. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry for being here. You're you're upset. You you came to the party expecting to have a good time, but you're leaving before you meant to. Yes, and I'm very sorry for the way it has ended. And I I just hope that you remember me in my happy times. 
my god! I mean, I genuinely think I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get this right very soon before I get sort of dragged in for being please, next to you. Please, so, are you right? Are you German? No. Maybe in my grief, I have speaking in speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh my god! Can I be honest only- with you? I have an idea. I have an idea. So you're Mexican. Oh, no, but maybe... Oh, no. Argentinian? Are you South American? Oh. Oh, are you you Hispanic? Are you Portuguese? Uh, um, I mean, the only only player uh, that I've seen a news story about crying is Son Son Hoon Min. No, it's photograph crying. No, no, it's I would never him. dare. I would, I would never, I would no. never do that. Um, no, hang on, let me gently. I'm so stricken with grief. <laughs> I want to cry. <laughs> just so sorry. I want to leave. Can you just let me leave? Um, so you're oh, um, is that uh, golden? Are you are, are you leaving with all of your friends, or are you specifically leaving? All my friends, but I am also leaving, and I will leave them. I leave with them, and I leave from them. So who's gone no out? Good. I know you're not good. German. Are you maybe Belgian? Mm, yeah. Well, maybe I go to Wigan. Um, oh, you're not a player. No, I was, okay. but I'm you... not a player now. I guess I'm no manager neither. Well, it's interesting because if I know who you are, then yes. it, it's someone I don't think I've ever really heard talk very much. But maybe I'm almost explain. certain doesn't sound like this. Maybe that would explain it. <laughs> Um, have you got a foreign name that sounds like two traditionally English names with a foreign ending? Sorry, what is this name traditionally? Well, if you were, if you had been born in Wigan, would you be called Bobby Martin? Oh yes, I would. <laughs> okay. Oh, I so would. Sometimes um, I wish I had been. Well, uh, Roberto Martinez, thank you for coming. Well, it and... has been an honour of my life. Do you know? Do you know what I've loved, Roberto? Is that I haven't been watching this World Cup, and just, just the journey you've taken me on with your accent there. I feel like I've actually seen each country play. Thank you. I, I guess that is something. I guess that is something. Okay, yeah. you're upsetting me now. So, um, do you want to sort of toddle off? Okay, I booger off back to Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> bye. So, bye 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 bye. Bye bye bye. Um, have you added the tears, or has he cried in a press conference or something, or have you just you imagine that he said? Was he? I, I got very sad. I mean, I love him. Obviously, I think I think all fans in this country have a soft spot for Roberto Martinez, and um, obviously, I think yeah, he's a likable guy, wasn't he? Yeah, as a player, as a manager, and uh, it's always sad hearing people. I think as well when. Obviously, from England's point of view, we know the feeling of underachieving when there's the pressure of having high-quality players. I mean, to not even mm-hmm. get out of the group with those sorts of players, and I get that they're old and la di da di da but still, I felt for him. And, and you know what it's like? I mean, I liked him anyway, but you know when, like, Theresa May resigned, and she goes, the country I love. And you go, "Yeah, oh, God, I actually quite like them now. It's, it's like that with departing managers on the international stage. You do go, oh, oh, actually, they're, 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 there is something about them you can respect. Yes, they're human beings. Yeah. Um, um, so that was Onana. What's my name? John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. <laughs> no, even uh. more exciting than that. 
we are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Oh, man, I think it, I can't believe this is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And we might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. I'm a, this is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. And oh my God, Coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench boost. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called, like, 4 I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to taste it. So we're going to have a game of um, Manchester City. Um, yes. And and that's in place of a game of um, the Declan Rice is right. And I'll tell why? you why. Because, well, I think we need to take some time and get to the bottom of what's going on here. So what? obviously last week we, we heard from Paul, yeah. um, who told us all about how he'd play the game with his friend at the gym. Uh-huh. Um, and he felt the idea had been stolen. Yes. Uh, that friend has been in touch. <gasps> Sean has emailed. It says, hi again, guys. Hi. Thanks a lot for using my idea for the feature of the Declan Rice is Right. This guy, Paul, who claimed to be some sort of co-creator, should be ashamed of himself. Oh, no yes, he is a friend. And yes, I did play the game with him when I originally created the idea. But he had no impact on its creation at all. My God. I created it to play at my friend Stagdo with the lads attending. And for Paul to try and take this away from me is disgusting. (laughs) Although he isn't the Paul Golding from Britain first. Thank God. I can confirm that he does share many of his views and opinions on the world. I just wanted to clear that up. I hope you will continue to use the feature as and when you see fit. However, my brother Craig has just come out of the woodwork claiming that he had some sort of input on the naming rights of the feature. I suppose this is what happens when you reach the top. I will try to cope with fame and all that comes with it. Keep up the good words, Sean. My God. I mean, we're at the middle of a kind of international crime ring by the sounds of We're going to have to lawyer up, I think, you know, before we play the game again. You know, this is before even the guys at Cameo get involved. Good God. And if anything, free advertising for them, isn't it? Um, A while back when we used to... Do you remember we used to play sort of nerdy game about like it wasn't proper football it was like pretend football where it's all like numbers and you pretend you know about football because like someone done an assist and you got a point do you remember that a long time ago oh fpl 
FPL, that's what it's called. Um, yeah. You, you, we used to talk about people eating shit, and you asked uh, for suggestions of players named after um, uh, shit and shit eating. Yes. Um, well, we've had an advance on that from Ian. Um, Ian says, "Hello, chaps. Whilst tuning into Spain, Germany this morning, I was having a chuckle at the German goal scorer Nicholas Fulkrug, and couldn't help thinking to myself what a great frontman for Matt's dental surgeon's band he would be. Fulkrug <laughs> and the Clunge Plungers. <laughs> Anyhow, this got me thinking about what other footballers could have a band name that suits their name or disposition. For example, William Saliba and the Salivas." Nick Pope and the Vaticans, Cody Drame and the Drama Queens, and my personal favourite, based on Matt's Carvery exploits, Hakim and the Vomiters. I'm sure you gents could come up with some corkers. Keep up the good work, love the pod, and I've never been called a shit eater. Many regards. Coach Klotz, currently on 822 points and sitting 5,627th in the fan league. From what looks like a place called Wyala in South Australia. I've probably pronounced that very wrong. It's Y W H Y A L L A. I think you pronounced that right. But what a guy! I mean, that bloke. What a guy! Amazing mind, great creative, and, mm. and th- all the different ideas he's had there. He needs to get into writing on some level. I mean, there are there are panel shows and and other shows that that require a brain of that quality. Yeah, I think he's going to have to do something sort of on Zoom. I don't know the geography or TV of Wyala, South Australia, but I don't think that's where they film Muck the Bloody Wake. So uh, he's uh, if he wants to get into comedy, what I'm saying is he's going to have to travel. In fact, do you want to do this, mate? Do you want to do a slick link? Go on. It's time for Manchester City this oh, week. Lovely. I want you to find out about Wyala in South Australia. Okay, so it says Y A W H Y A double L A A double L A, and I tell you what, um, if you can find sounds like a discussion topic for a Muslim group. It does. Nicky Campbell, Sunday mornings, the final show in his career. So tell me about Wyala, and I tell you what, if you can if you can go as far as finding Ian Walkden, who is the man that you love, then um, so be it. Wyala, because he is the one true prophet. Uh, okay, so why Allah? Ooh, do you know what his original name was? Hummocks Hill. Oh, isn't lovely. that lovely? It sounds why like a would you change that? I know it's like um, it's oh, unless Mr. Hummock, isn't it? I, I'm guessing that Mr. Hummock turned out to be a bit of a wrong one. Maybe. Or it's we just can't like call Henry it Hummocks Hill. Hill anymore. Oh it's yeah, like Hill. You're like, oh yeah, it was Hummocks Hill, but someone better came along. Allah. Um, obviously, Allah, one of the most famous people. That's uh, well. His deity, you know, one of the most important things that's ever existed. Um, so it was known as Hummocks Hill until 1916. So not that long ago, really, in terms of the whole history of um, Homo sapiens. Uh, it's the fourth most populous city oh, in the Australian state of South Australia. So that's mm-hmm. quite a small place. Um, ooh, one of the three towns to make up the Iron Triangle. Oof. Presumably it's like the Bermuda Triangle, but just like your spanners go missing. Um, um, notable people. I don't think I've heard of any of them. Oh, slam. Suck on that, Wyala. Lee Hoffman, the cyclist. Have you heard of him? No. Nah. No. Okay, so let's have a look at some other stuff about it. I'm really taken with this place. Um, ooh! <laughs> The city consists of an urban area bound to the north by the railway to the mining town of... Iron Knob. <laughs> Here he comes, old Iron Knob. 
Wow. I'll tell you what, what they don't uh, they don't mess around with the place names in South Australia because I've looked into hummock just to check it's not um, controversial. From what hmm. I can gather, a hummock is a word for a hill. In geology, a hummock is a small knoll or mound above ground. So hummock's hill means hilly hill. Oh, like when you say nun bread. Yeah, but you can have a bog hummock or a swamp hummock, which sounds like the end of a sort of band name. So um, I can't think of a football. Sounds like an insult, though, doesn't it? You bog hummock. Yeah, Didi Haman and the hummocks, something. Oh, like that. lovely, 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 lovely. But it's a lovely place. Oh, here we go. Climate. Now, this may be crucial for anyone considering moving there. It experiences a cold, semi-arid climate, bordering mm. on a hot, semi-arid climate. Oh, hot, dry like summers, that. mild to warm, dry springs and autumns. Melita- oh, it's mild winters. I can't be doing with that. I like no. winter to be cold. I like summer to be warm. You do, don't you? Some iron ore is still exported from Wyala. God, it's the places... Steps were being taken to export iron ore mined at Peculiar Knob. <laughs> to meet this increased demand, a balloon loop was installed in 2012. It's just like all really funny names. You got that balloon loop near Peculiar Knob. Iron Knob and Peculiar Knob. They could be our nicknames. Which do you think came first? Do you think there was a knob that looks weird, so they called it Peculiar Knob, and then they sort of had to think, well, I can't keep on like that. Or was there an iron knob, and then they looked at the knob next to it and said, oh, that one's weird. I'm going to go Iron Knob, purely because there wasn't Iron Age. And I don't, well, maybe we're living through the peculiar age now. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Oh, there we go. Do you want to end on satire? I think we bloody should. I think Satirical improv. That's all we've got time for this episode. We will be back with another episode. um, And that will be our last episode before the live show. Um, and there will be another bonus episode released on another slice this weekend. That's right. Don't forget, if you want to get those exclusive episodes that you'll never be able to get anywhere else, obviously this podcast remains free at the point of use, and uh, you can enjoy this for free. Uh, but if you would like more, if, you, if you're Oh, you pining, can hate it for free. Yeah, fair Don't point. mind the hate. Listen, do we? Look, they all count, pal. Yeah, um, download it, hate it. Tot away for the full 40 minutes and then get to the end of it and say, oh, I hate those pricks, as long as you do it every week. Yeah, but but do leave a five-star written review. Do leave and a five-star review. If you are pining for more, go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl where you can get exclusive episodes only for subscribers. There's already four episodes on there and there's a fifth coming this weekend. Now, our live show in Harrogate on the 11th of December has sold out. Um, but that will be recorded and released exclusively on Another Slice. So if you didn't get a ticket, or even if you just didn't want to go, uh, you can get it at anotherslice.com slash cpfpl. I mean, it's brilliant that it's sold out. Uh, maybe we should uh, maybe we should do a tour at some point, John. Do you think we should book the O2? Um, What's yeah. Roost- Roosters holds, what, three or four thousand? It's a few hundred, but, you know, if you scale that up, obviously, if you, oh, that's a good idea. Harrogate's population in relation to London would probably meet. Oh, we might book Wembley. Yeah, but that actually the stadium is, podcast. It's oddly, it goes reverse of that, doesn't it? Because obviously the bigger the place, the more alternatives there are. I sold more tickets on Shetland than I had a right to, and I'll tell you why, because there is f*** all else to do there. Shetland, here we come. Uh, don't forget to keep emailing <laughs> us throughout the World Cup. Hello at cpfpl.com. Will we ever get to the bottom of Declan Rice's right? Have you mm. been called a shit-eater? Look us up on Instagram. What's the biggest animal you've been shat on? Bye. Yes. Yes, or a friend. Have you ever seen a friend be shat on? <laughs> oh, no, you're not being shat on by a friend. 
Well, again, you know, if that has Humans happened... Humans and animal. Do let us know. And if you're coming to Harrogate, we will see you on the 11th of December. Leave a five-star written review. Enjoy the World Cup if you're watching it. And we'll see you soon. Bye. Enjoy equal rights for all people if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Lovely.